0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: From the After Nine Podcast Studios, this this is the award-winning After Nine with Scott and Kat.
2: Powered by Tony Johal, Broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed, or he'll buy it.
1: Happy motherfucking Friday! I'm gonna add a question mark to that. Is yeah. it good or The we happy good? is
2: yeah. the the word that you may want to temper okay, a little bit. Okay, let me bit. change
1: that. Hang on. It's motherfucking Friday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, it's the first weekend under these new bullshit restrictions here in Ontario. We will circle back to that hey, in a few minutes.
1: Hey, we need to change our attitudes. Oh,
2: you know what? Abs- uh, you're right. We Stop do. Uh, we go. need to change our attitudes. Peter fucking uni. <laughs> I was watching him last night, bumble and fumble all through an interview because it's coming up. Now all the doctors are getting asked, um, should we be bringing back all those healthcare workers that got fired for not being vaccinated? And full credit to Niagara Regional Health because they recognize the problem. Niagara has done it. And guess how they did it? The exact way that it could have been being done all along. They're just going to take a rapid test every day and then go in with their, their shift. Although I'm told that That a lot- That sounds
1: fair to me.
2: You know, when it came out yesterday, I was reading some of the replies on the tweets, and one of the tweets was, we've already gone to the private sector. We're not coming back. Oh. Oh, shit. Do you guys think maybe you fucked up? Yeah, Yeah, you did. I'll answer that one for you. Hey, look who's back. Dave. Dave. Siggy McSickerton.
1: So what happened, Dave? What's (laughs) What's new with you?
3: Oh, you know, great end to 2021. Just a perfect bow to wrap up the year.
2: You had- COVID. And, and when I say COVID, I mean like the sick COVID, not the one where you got the sniffles or the runny nose or you were asymptomatic like you were sick. Yeah, I spoke at one point. I tried to call Dave and I couldn't even hear him. So I just phoned his wife. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Can you just translate? Tell me how Dave's doing.
3: Yeah, it was rough. It was really rough. And I take exception with those who say it's just mild. It's just a cold. It's not a big deal. Uh, there was points where I was
2: pretty borderline ready to go to the hospital. Really? That yeah. bad? Yeah. How yeah. did you decide not to go? Because there's so many people right now that are getting positive tests, and and they're feeling like the, the runny nose, or they've got a high fever, and they're asking, should I be at a hospital? And it, the hospitals are very busy right now.
3: So it was close, and I think for me personally, the thing that, that stopped me was that I could take full breaths. Oh, So like it was at times it was a struggle, but I was able to breathe fully. And I thought, okay, you know what? I think they're likely going to see me at a hospital. I'm going to take up room for possibly somebody who needs the space a lot more than I do. So I kind of just really closely monitored my symptoms. Um, For those who are wondering what this particular kind was like, it was like the worst parts of uh, strep throat, pneumonia, a flu, a sinus infection kind of all blended together. Ew, it was awful, 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 awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my sense of taste and smell for uh, over a week. You got it back. It, yeah, but I don't even know if I have it fully back. Oh. Yeah. It, it, Want st- to go for
2: Indian food later on? Yeah. Let's test this theory. Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm, let's I'm get ready the hottest
1: hot sauce we can find and see how far <laughs> we can go with this. Yeah, you
3: can book me on Hot Ones. <laughs> I'm going to go there. And the guy's going to be asking questions, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, this hot sauce is delicious. But I was putting hot sauce on food and not tasting it. Wow. Which was wild. His tongue
2: turned purple and he didn't even know. Exactly.
3: (laughs) It's chipping away and I'm like, "Ah, I didn't even realize it. Um, (laughs) This is how how bad it was with the loss of taste and smell. I took Buckley's and couldn't taste it.
4: Yeah. Really? That's how you you know.
3: Nothing. Nothing at all. Which is, it's a super weird thing because mentally, you know what it tastes like. And to not get that taste, it's very weird.
1: So concussion. Oh. COVID. Are we setting our hopes high for oh, 2022? My, yeah, really. You better have a damn good year this year. I'm going
3: to tear my quads by Easter. <laughs> like something <laughs> stupid like that's going to happen. Or it'll happen.
1: completely change. It'll t- totally do a 180.
3: <laughs> yeah, everyone else I know gets hurt. <laughs> and I'm the only one standing. If
2: it's happen, it can happen, it'll Dave's. it it'll happen to Dave. Oh, oh, he's probably ridiculous. going for like fucking Tommy John surgery in the spring or <laughs> yeah,
3: something. Yeah, I'm out for the season. <laughs> I don't even play baseball. And I'm oh. out for the season. Uh, it sucked. I, I just, uh, you know... The problem that I'm seeing is that people don't know what kind they're going to get. I was advised by someone in public health that it was likely that I had the Delta variant because uh, with Omicron, it's not um, the loss of sense, uh, loss of the sense of smell and taste is not common. So they said that, and and because I had it for such an extended amount of time, they said it's probably the, the stronger strain that you ended up with. And my wife was sick too. And she had the same symptoms, same length of time, just a few days after me so like it's not a joke it's nothing you want Mm. i was scared when i coughed up blood at one point like it it was bad it was really really bad and i don't wish it on anybody um it it sucks take it seriously this is a this is no joke
2: quick thing here though uh you suspect that you had delta and i kind of suspected that you had delta Nobody is talking about Delta. So everything now has been lumped into Omicron and we're not even testing you anymore. If you have like a fucking headache, they're going to say, just assume you have COVID and stay home for five days. Shit like that. And for you, you got sick sick and I think that probably public health could be Uh, they would probably be doing a service if they reminded people, hey, Delta's still out there and you definitely don't want this.
3: Absolutely, yeah. And I think that that's a a super important reminder because people are assuming, yeah, if I get COVID, it's just going to be something light and easy and nothing really to worry about. Mm -hmm. And whether they think they're doing it or not, that kind of in the back of your head tells you to ease up a little bit. And you can kind of let your guard down a little bit because you're like, ah, it's just you know. For most people, it's just like a flu. Sure, it is. But if if everything that we've been told about the mutation happening in unvaxxed people, if that's all accurate, then I'm I'm not excited to have this pass on to somebody else and possibly even worse than I had it. And yeah. it was uh just just awful. So my whole holidays were screwed up. Everything because I tested positive on. Uh, the 23rd of December, I was... How did you do your Christmas shopping? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. No kidding.
1: Well, you're celebrating Christmas in like February now I, anyway.
3: Yeah, exactly. Dave's now an Orthodox Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I was going to say, that's my celebration this year. Um, yeah, it completely ruined everything for the holidays. Chinese plans. New Year? Dave. Yeah. Uh, this year, I am starting my Christmas shopping on January 8th. So it's great. It's perfect. You get it's all the deals. Out. Yeah. It actually
1: works out really well for you.
3: Yeah. If uh, any of the stores have left up any of the overstock in like the seasonal area, yeah. like I'll be, I'll be there today. I'm getting those two for once.
1: So you're double vaxxed. Yes. Did you get your booster yet?
3: No, I didn't. I had one, actually one scheduled for yesterday, okay. but I had to bump it because you have to have, uh, you have to be COVID free for a certain amount of time okay. before you can get the booster.
1: Okay. Do you feel like, how do you feel like in that, in that way? Because some people might be asking a question. well, you're double vaxed. it's Delta. Do you feel like it would have been worse if you didn't have the? And this is just based on your feeling. I mean, obviously, we don't know. It's not a science. Uh, He probably
2: knows just as much as the doctors because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about either.
3: Well, if everything that I've been told uh, is true and I I understand it correctly, it could have been significantly worse if I wasn't vaccinated. Mm. And that worries me Um, to see how bad I was, even though I was double vaxxed. And I do feel that it's a layer of protection. It's not an eradication tool. It doesn't make it go away, mm-hmm. but it is to help you in how you, what you have when you get it and also what you pass on to somebody else. Yeah. So anyway, bottom line is it sucks. It's awful and it's no picnic. And, and if you're not one of the lucky ones who just gets a mild case, I feel for you because mm-hmm. it is brutal.
1: Well, we're glad you're feeling better and that you're back. It's good.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's a slow roll in. Yeah. It, it just feels kind of weird. Yeah. It really feels weird cuz I don't feel 100% better. Like I'm still I still have congestion, kind of like a pneumonia feeling in my chest. Um and I uh, and I'm tired. Really tired. Hmm. And then I came back to work and that made it even worse.
2: Why would you do that?
3: <laughs> I know and I'm working again and I'm like, "Oh, this was a bad idea. What am I doing working?"
2: <laughs> uh, okay, guys. We are in a few minutes we I think this is gonna be a hot take. I don't even know what she's gonna say. Uh oh. But three times on the radio show today, Nicolas Cage came up and Kat said, You know what? I'll reserve my opinion till the podcast. And I'm what? Fucking dying to hear the cat take on Nick Cage. You
3: have such a fierce opinion of Nick Cage that you had to wait to the podcast to I, deliver what it? I,
1: what I what I what I wanna say what I was going to say about it or my comments on it are pot- potentially a little controversial. I'm not sure if they're a hot take. I don't even know if I have an unpopular opinion or if other people feel this way, but they don't say anything, but I know some people aren't going to like it. Aren't you cold? No, I'm w- really? very warm in here, actually.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Sorry, guys, it's off topic. I just noticed that Kat is... Uh,
1: Why? I'm wearing a sweater.
2: I know, but I can see your shoulder, and I'm, oh, I'm wearing a fucking no. scarf and a hoodie in the studio. Yeah,
1: no, I'm warm, actually.
2: Huh, all right. Not the shoulder. Yeah, like, fuck. Well, nobody wants to be
3: fucking cold.
2: I'm sorry, I was can be trying to be I'm not, considerate. I'm not cold at all. And
3: what were you going to do if she
2: was cold? Tell her to go home. <laughs> Send you her probably home. got Omicron. I got the shivers. I got the shivers. Mild <laughs> fever. Why? Oh, Why do you ask? You got FluRona. Get out. <laughs> On this Friday morning, I believe that makes me a close contact. See you later, bitches. <laughs> Bang.
3: Yeah. Oh, thanks.
1: <laughs> you get to isolate and you get yeah. to isolate.
3: How so, many shows can Dave host in a week? <laughs>
2: Let's go for the record. Yeah,
1: your antibodies are probably just good though. Oh, you're good to they're go. ready.
2: How do you feel now, though? I mean, now you're fully vaxxed. You've had COVID, a serious COVID. You're still going for your booster. Like you're gonna have immunity to shit that isn't even out there yet. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm you ahead of the curve. You can probably for catch once. like fucking Lyme disease and recover from that. I'm like bring it on.
3: Where are those ticks? <laughs> Let me get bitten. And see jump how it goes. on me. Yeah, jump on. I'm doing my own uh, science experiments at home. Where I'm like, let's see what I can get now. <laughs>
2: uh stay on COVID for a second here I would like to offer my condolences to the 5,000 people that got laid off yesterday at Cineplex I don't blame Cineplex for that Doug Ford put 5,000 people out of work at one company alone in one day crazy uh Health Canada with news today only 39 percent of Canadian kids between 5 and 11 have received their first dose of COVID vaccine and that's not a an appointment issue, it's not a supply issue or a backlog issue, that's an interest issue. Only 39% between 5 and 11-year-olds. I think the doctors thought it would be north of 70%. By now. By now. It's only, not even, at 40% yet. But I get that there are people out there who are uh, not necessarily opposed to the restrictions that we're under right now, but they're worried and they're concerned. And, And I totally understand that. So as a service to you, a good After 9 listener, I want to offer you some reassurance about where we are. I want you to count on the fact that even though things seem bleak and, and there's closures and kids aren't in school again and the restaurants are shut down and nothing to do, I get it, but don't worry, because we've got Dr. Kieran Moore in charge. He came out and did a news conference yesterday, and I want everybody to
4: listen to this, because this is the reassurance in the leadership that all of you need. It will be a very difficult January. We will uh, reflect on whether we timed our decisions appropriately, given a very new threat in uh, uh, in this province of Omicron. Um, uh, I Here in the province of Omicron. Take full responsibility <laughs> for advising government on these decisions. Uh, I, I hope we've done uh, the right um, uh, decision-making. Uh, uh, I absolutely... Uh, He sounds confident, doesn't he? Listen, uh,
3: can I defend him for one second? I've never met a doctor who was very good at articulating
4: long long points.
2: (laughs) All right, sure. I'll give you that.
4: (laughs) I am reluctant to uh, take away the freedoms of businesses and individuals uh, and to keep our schools closed. These are very difficult, difficult decisions to make. uh, uh, And I hope uh, Ontarians um, will, um, as usual, um, do their best uh, in this very difficult time to limit the spread of this virus to come forward uh to get their third doses this is crucial that we increase our numbers uh, i am in no way uh happy at one hundred eighty thousand doses a day i would love us to uh, as as the threat increases in the coming days to get more
2: and he goes on with his bullshit from there can yeah. i can i
3: just point out a new license plate i saw this morning sure omicron yours to discover
4: <laughs> it's really nice
3: <laughs> <laughs> or the blue ones that you can't read at night it says uh, omicron open for business really nice it's good stuff
2: Glad we've spent money this on it. This
1: province of Omicron.
2: Listen to this fucking guy. How is that supposed to instill confidence in the leadership? This is the guy who's advising Doug.
3: Oh, well, I think the one part that scared me out of that was when he goes, yeah, you know, we're going to have a look and see if it worked." I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Throw shit on the about? wall,
1: see what sticks.
3: Yeah,
2: it's, this isn't an elective, you know, uh, exploratory surgery here. <laughs> what are we doing? This guy is so fuck. when you listen to him talk, it's so funny because he honestly sounds like a kid who knows he's in trouble when dad gets home. Like he is just shit scared of pissing off the almighty Doug Ford. It's like, uh, uh, Premier Ford's going to be mad at me. You know, me. I don't, uh, don't want
3: to do that. And that's kind of why I feel I feel for this guy because I respect doctors and nurses and people who have dedicated their lives to the medical professional or uh, to the medical profession because it is ever evolving and skills need to be upgraded all the time. I respect the hell out of them. This guy is not a public speaker. No. And I, I, I'm i speculating completely, but it feels kind of like he's getting told certain things not to say. Oh, yeah. You know, so he's, he's kind of like dancing between I want to tell everybody what I know and also not let go of any political what the Ontario
2: PC party wants you to know yeah
3: Yeah. and and so I do feel I kind of feel bad for him because I feel like he's in a stuck in a between a rock and a hard place and he doesn't get the backup like when he made the announcement a couple of weeks ago and Doug Ford's nowhere to be found Stephen Lecce nowhere to be found nowhere I'm like how are you just gonna hang the guy out to dry like that at the press conference they did, too. They made him walk the plank. When they you, totally did. It's just
1: the whole thing pisses me off. When you, know, when you knew school wasn't going back, too. And then you make the guy do that announcement, and then Doug ends up coming out several days later, well, five oh. days later, announcing again. <laughs> so my question is, who's going to be the one to announce that it's going to be pushed back? Because it's not going to be the 17th. So you know, inevitably, at some point next week, Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Oh, Leche, it's you this time. You got to step out and do it. Like, where was the... Tr- Remember when they were a troop of people? Mm. Remember when they did the fucking... F- the goose flying formation? <laughs> the, flying <V? laughs> the flying V. The flying V. The
3: flying V and the we to the saw, press conference. At
1: least we could see every single one of those motherfuckers all in a line in unity. And it seems like it is so... It is so represents how I feel about what's happening in Ontario right now is that it's you go, you go. No, not me. I'm fucking, not going no, I'm up hiding. There. I'm in my cottage. Fuck that.
3: Steven Lecce is doing green screen videos. Honestly, <laughs> what the hell?
1: Where's the gosh darn unity, you know?
2: S- Steven Lecce is in a tough spot because y- you have to genuflect and kiss Doug Ford's ring, I guess, every day when you walk into Queens Park. He's like the goddamn godfather. And and Steve doesn't want to piss off the boss. He wants to do a good job in education, but, I mean, he's not calling the shots, it seems. It seems like this is all Doug. And, and what nobody wants to say the wrong thing. And it's almost like Christine takes them out behind Queens Park and whips them or something like that if they do. Take a bat to the knees. Yeah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You just made my life work harder. Well, now we need a
3: press conference to talk about the press conference. Great.
1: Thanks, thanks for that.
3: And a media statement to talk about all the press conferences. And can we stop with the announcements about announcements about yeah. announcements?
2: But Dave, how would you know an announcement is coming if they don't do an announcement about an announcement? I'm
3: fine with just telling me there's an announcement. But why are we announcing that on Tuesday we'll have an announcement about the announcement?
1: (laughs) Come on. That's the way it's gone now. That's the way it is. My favorite is when we tease that sources say there's going to be an announcement about an announcement. Because that blows your mind. Sources say an announcement
2: is coming later on today that we'll announce when the next uh, press conference is going to be. Exactly. It's great. Uh, Let me play this for you quickly. Uh, I've got two more from Dr. Moore that I want you guys to hear. And then we'll move on.
4: Uh, Dr. Moore apologized yesterday. I want to begin by recognizing how challenging, frustrating, and disappointing it is for many Ontarians that we have had to reimpose various public health measures and ask that our students and educators return to online learning. These decisions were not taken lightly and un- or made by me. I am truly sorry that we are asking you once again to make these tremendous sacrifices
2: Yeah, we're making these sacrifices because nothing got done. The hospitals are getting overwhelmed. We have schools closed. Businesses shut down. I just said it. 5,000 people at one company yesterday got laid off. Ontario is a goddamn dumpster fire right now. And the guy with the hose, Doug, nobody can find the fucking guy. It's insane to me. He's filling a hot tub somewhere (laughs) with that hose. (laughs) Building an outdoor rink. Oh, he's flooding the rink. Uh, But Dr. Moore did get asked, and and this is another one he probably had to stick handle pretty carefully. He got asked about Niagara bringing back those unvaxxed healthcare workers, and there's no reason they can't. Arguably, there's no reason they should have been let go in the first place. They can be perfectly safe if they rapid test every day, and then at least we know that they're negative. So let's hear what Dr. Moore has to say about Niagara bringing back the unvaxxed Healthcare workers.
4: Our policy at the government level was to uh, ask every healthcare institution to have uh, an immunization policy that would have, um, please provide us with your immunization status and or if you haven't been immunized, uh, get educated. If you choose further not, uh, despite education, uh, to be immunized, you should have a testing strategy. So That's such a condescending comment, by the way. Oh, you haven't had your vax? Get educated.
2: Yeah, they are educated. They're the doctors and nurses you told us to listen to, you fuck. And now they've made a decision. You just don't like their decision. But it was their decision to make.
4: Many hospitals have embraced that immunization policy and continue to test unimmunized unimmunized workers and have them in the workplace. Those that, uh, uh, and it's not the majority, that adopted mandatory immunization policies um, have had. Look at him
2: trying to walk that back. Well, it's not all of them. Not all the hospitals did it. Oh, we let it happen. It was completely us that said, well, you might want to. But no, no, it's the vast majority didn't.
4: Yeah, okay great success with that strategy in that the vast majority of their workers, 99% in many instances of healthcare professionals in particular, did go forward and get immunized. Uh, So they're not having a significant um, burden uh, on their their workforce. Uh, So I do believe the immunization policy that the government had recommended uh, is working for Ontarians. We do have the testing strategy. And for those individuals that did not get vaccinated, they're at present in the face of Omicron, will be getting tested on on a daily basis. That's true where we asked uh, the immunization policies in other settings outside of healthcare. So in other high-risk congregate settings, um, the immunize or test strategy still exists. By so- the way, can I just
3: say getting a PCR test? Impossible. Oh, when no. I, when I oh, was sick. Oh, you
1: can't. Yeah, you can't.
3: Because at that point, that was the recommendation was, if you okay, if you have a rapid test that's positive, then go get a PCR test to confirm it. I couldn't get an appointment anywhere. Anywhere.
2: But let me, okay.
3: so the entire time I'm like, so this this is not working.
2: Let me ask you, though, when it comes to those rapid or sorry, the PCR tests that they've just cut off now, except for a very specific group of people we were doing thousands, close to 100,000 tests a day. And all of a sudden we have no testing capacity. Is that because we truly don't have testing capacity or because they just don't want people going in for PCR tests, which give unflattering results that make the government have to answer more questions? Is that it? Or do we just not need to test anymore? Uh, who cares how many cases there are? The horses are out of the barn. Mm-hmm. Just
1: let it go. Yeah, I'm of the mindset that I don't think we need to unless f- for the reasons of high risk or um, anybody else under a category that, that is high risk should get it. Otherwise, yeah, we know, it's, we know it's going around like crazy. Like we know it's going around like crazy. Why do we need to do a PCR? If you, especially if you have symptoms. If well, you've that- got symptoms and you've tested positive, like Dave's, like what happened to Dave? If you did a rapid test and it was positive, yeah, I don't know if you need to get a PCR just to confirm the confirmation that, oh, yeah, I'm fucking definitely sick with COVID. Well,
3: and now that's not the case. Now they're, they're saying, like, your rapid test will be fine to yeah. to be your, your your indicator. Yeah. So that was, I, I'm i looking at the numbers in the one day where it was, like, you know, 18,000 new cases in the province, and I'm going, mine's not even in that list. Yeah. You know, because oh, I yeah. couldn't get it into the system by then. They so. say it's
1: closer to, like, probably what they assumed what was the what, what was the modeling data at one point it was like we could be up to like a hundred thousand cases or something like that
2: they said between one and two hundred thousand cases and, and it a could day. be that
1: though the truth is because the pcrs aren't there but a lot of people i know i know like every other person i know has covid
3: you have yeah some, you have some you know, dirty friends and they're
1: not well <laughs> i know it's all people that i haven't had contact with yeah but like i'm hearing about it here and there and everywhere Oh, dirty one! <laughs> yeah. You filthbag. Speaking of which, Dude, you're the only one so far. I don't know. Yeah. I saw the greatest meme. The, the, the memes coming out of this are great. Like uh, the Matrix, just dodging all the oh, strands, yeah. like Delta, Omicron. Like that's just yeah, that's just f- me. I'm waiting for it to hit me. I'm you just, feel
3: like Neo if you can avoid it right now. Honestly, yeah. I'm I'm
1: just wait. It's like I'm just it's a waiting game. Like I'm just like when am I gonna catch it? But the thing is, you might have already had it. Maybe I might have it
2: now. You might have it. Yeah, Who knows? very
1: true.
2: Uh, you know, you could be asymptomatic. You could have just had no symptoms whatsoever. And that's also very common. So, I mean, this yeah. is part of the problem is if you don't even know you're sick because you can't get a rapid test and you're not allowed to have a PCR test and they wonder why it's spreading. They wonder why we have work shortages when they just condemn tens of thousands of people to have to stay home with their kids. These people are dumb. And let's go just a little further east out to Quebec. Unintended consequences. Well, they really want people to get booster shots and they want to reduce mobility. So hey, here's a double win. Let's tell people, unless you've been fully vaxxed, you can't go to the beer store or the, the liquor store or to the cannabis store anymore. <laughs> what is the unintended That's consequence dope. of that?
1: That's such a dangerous way to do it.
2: They're such a it's like they're incapable of looking down the line. So did you seriously think that people were thinking, oh fuck. Well, I I, got to get my cannabis, so I better go out and get my shot so six weeks from now I can smoke a joint. You idiots. Last month was the first month where legal cannabis sales outpaced illegal cannabis sales in Canada. First time since they legalized it.
1: still makes me laugh. I'm sorry. Who's tracking illegal cannabis sales? Yeah, like, it, it's, I, it's I a, bought, just so you know, I bought $500 worth in 2021. Write that shit down. How much a, did yeah, you buy from your guy? Is it a phone survey?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're, just, uh, we're calling from Ipsos Reid. We just wanted to know. Um, did you I, buy any illegal weed this year? I
1: mean, I call horse shit on it. It is easier and convenient, you know, more, yeah, convenient to get it. But anyway, that, that, that makes me laugh, but anyway, continue.
2: Well, it's when the drug dealers file their tax returns. Yeah. you know yeah. that's how we know how <laughs> sales saying, are.
1: Yeah. Meth sales were down though. Trip, you remember that? Good. Thank you for
2: marking that down. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. They had a strong Q2 though with the opioids. <laughs> that was a good yeah. one. <laughs> it
1: really mm-hmm. back up mm-hmm. in the winter months. Whew, fuck, you don't even want to know those numbers. <laughs> you know,
3: acid is seeing a really big jump in autumn for some reason. <laughs> Psychedelics are back. We'll look
1: into that. Yeah. Every year, all colors, right? It yeah. really fucks you up.
2: You got to take advantage of those fall colors and get those mushrooms into you when they're yeah. in season. It's that legal heroin. You you think know, your that's pum- chart
3: one. And then chart two, it's the illegal heroin.
1: When do you think? Your pumpkins are talking to you. That's a good fucking time of year. Nah. you know. <laughs> Write that ha- down. Write that down. Carve
3: a happy face in the pumpkin or else it's going to be a bad trip.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> like that's just such horse shit to
3: me. It's total horse shit. The it guy with the
1: knapsack like so yeah, I sold a lot of shit to a lot of people.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> like mark no that down.
2: That's that. official.
4: Lone. That's right up there with you if you sneeze, assume you have
2: Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, they 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 thought this would be a good idea. All right, here's a good incentive for the unvaxxed to get vaxxed. If you want to have a drink or if you want to smoke a joint, you're gonna have to get your vaccine. Or they could just go to doing what everybody was doing before pot was legal and support the illegal black market. You single-handedly handed a gift to To the same people that you're charged with shutting down the illegal cannabis market. You just said, here's a whole crop of new fucking customers for you. I
1: I think it'd be hilarious if like the script flipped, right? You have like a 60-year-old that didn't get vaxxed outside the LCB like, hey, hey, kid. Hey kid, you can buy you me doing, a pack ID? of blood. <laughs> you give me a pack of blood. I'll i I'll throw you a five, an hey, extra five. Hey.
3: Kid, do you need some fake ID? <laughs>
2: yeah, here's your fake QR yeah. code. But, and and don't get me wrong. Buy me some shit. Yeah. I, I do want to clarify that this is happening in Quebec, that they're doing that. You need to be fully vaxxed to go into the beer or to the liquor store or into the cannabis store. We could not do that in Ontario, because that's where all the fucking rapid tests yeah, you are.
1: You can't do that.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can't know? fuck with Dougie's beer sales. He'll
3: no. Get some, he'll get some rapid antigen tests and some fireball. (laughs) It's a
2: nice one-stop shop. (laughs) Seriously. What are they thinking? Uh, And you know what? I can't even shit on it too much because those dipshits down there in charge here, I wouldn't even be surprised if somebody's floated that idea. Hey, what if you need a a fully vaxxed to get into the LCBO? So let's... Okay. They've probably considered it. We're talking
3: about this with the idea that literally zero people will comply to that. What if it influences anybody and goes, well, if I can't walk in and get liquor, ah, I'll just get the vax. What, do you think anybody falls into that category?
1: The, you know, maybe, maybe that's a maybe.
3: We, uh, But is
1: it enough to make an impact? Like do something
3: well,
2: impactful. But does
3: every little bit count is the counterpoint that I would make to that.
2: No, I don't think so. At this point, I don't think so. Listen, we're a con- uh, country that is 90% fully vaccinated and Everybody in Ontario and Quebec is locked down right now. Yeah. 90% vaccinated, lock it down. Like I said the other day, nobody has done more for the anti-vax movement than Doug Ford himself. When you say to all the vaxed people that did whatever Doug told them to do, now you can't do any of the shit that I promised you you'd be able Mm -hmm. to do if you got vaxed. You're not helping Doug. And I don't understand why you guys don't see this shit. But here we are. Now we're at 90% vaxxed, but still locked down. Schools are closed. Gyms are closed. Restaurants are closed. Retail and personal services are at half. If you're getting married, you can only have like fucking 10 people there or something like that. It's a goddamn mess. That's a blessing in disguise, by the way. Yeah. Cheaper wedding? Absolutely. I thought the same thing. Maybe this is a good time to propose. Yeah. Just keep the fucking expectations down. 2022
3: is the year for you.
2: Yeah, I just need to know how long these restrictions are going to be in place. I just need to know. I got to get this in quick. When you try to
3: you, you whittle down that gigantic guest list and you're doing the math in your head going, how um. much per plate? Oh, God. Damn it. Oh, can, can we please new just strain, do, New
1: yeah. mutation, new mutation. Just Come on, new mutation. something
3: small.
2: Oh, uh, one more thing I want to mention on this is uh, police in Barrie have warned the public about this one because the scammers texted a police-owned cell phone. You got to give these scammers credit because they are fucking on the ball. New variant comes out, they realize an opportunity to scam. So somebody texted a cop's cell phone telling them they are now eligible to apply for the Canada COVID Omicron Emergency Benefit Program. Just click here, fill out your info, money will get direct deposited. There is no Canada COVID Omicron emergency benefit program. It doesn't even exist. That's a scam. If you fell for that...
1: I don't know who clicks these things willy-nilly and just gives all their banking information. Who, or who, thank Who's you. Who the this? fuck does that? Well, especially you would assume no police officers were scammed in this.
2: I don't think cops were scammed, yeah. but I think they realized or right anybody. away. Okay, here's another scam.
1: Yeah, of course. If but- you're
3: able to hit up somebody... You know, like like I have times where my grandmother's Facebook account gets hacked. Right. I'm like, who the hell is hacking <laughs> an 85 <what>? year old woman's <laughs> Facebook account? <laughs> but those are the people that they target, right? Yeah. Those who are not yeah. who are not certain about the technology. They look at it and they go, "Well, if I received this, then it's probably legit." Yeah. You know, they don't think in the terms of ah, somebody's out there trying to trying to screw me over. Yeah. So you hear those stories about about older people who end up getting scammed for thousands and thousands of dollars, thinking that they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. I love those phone calls where we get them and they go, hi, we're calling from the Visa MasterCard service uh, department. I'm like, Visa MasterCard service department? As if it's the same thing now? (laughs) So I'll wait and I'll get on the phone with them. Oh, yeah. I, I love messing with them. Do you? I I want to do. do I'm, I'm tempted. I do. You know why I do it? Because you wasted my time. Yeah. Now I'm going to waste your time.
1: So what do you do? What do you say?
3: Well, I get on there and I'll and I'll you know feign fear and be like, oh my god, I didn't know my card was compromised. Like I'm I'm really worried about that. And they're like, okay, well, can you give us the card number? I go, well, I would assume you have it because you just told me it was compromised. Yeah. Well, we just need to verify it. Okay. So I give them some bullshit number and and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, your accounts popped up. Okay, here it is. Can you, can, can you confirm your name, address, date of birth, social insurance number, all that stuff. So I'm making it up as I go along. Um, and then I go, and I just, just a quick question. When did Visa and MasterCard become one company? And they're like, what? And I go, yeah, yeah. Have you had your time wasted yet? And he's like, you motherfucker. And he starts yelling at me like I did something wrong. And I'm like, you're the asshole. I'm like, can I ask you an honest question? Who's falling for this? And then click. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, but there are people who are falling for yeah, it. That's the scary part. But
2: is the person who makes the call the scammer, or are they working for the scammer? Well, they're like part are, of it. Are they on commission? Yeah. Like for everybody you fuck Probably. over, you, you get like really? Yeah.
1: Did he try to convince you in any way? See, that's why I would want to know how hard they would try to convince you, because that's how you'd know there's commission or not.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, if you do that sort of thing, if you take advantage of unsuspecting people that uh, either are don't know enough about how it works or are just gullible people, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like you should find a new line of work, something just a little more honest and human. Because uh, right now, I hope you burn in hell. I really do. Like for you all, burn on Earth. For all the people that you. Before you've you burn in yeah, hell, yeah, just
1: burn right here.
2: <laughs> okay. Funny you should mention that. Somebody sent me a meme yesterday, and I laughed out loud for the first time ever. Can I read you this? Yeah.
1: I love a good meme.
2: I've seen
3: this man laugh out loud. I don't know what this first time ever bullshit is.
2: <laughs> first time recently. For a meme. Okay. Here it is. Stop, drop, and roll was such a big deal when I was younger. I really expected to be on fire way more than the zero times I have been so far. <laughs> we prepared a lot True. for that. Yeah, there was a lot of okay. If you're if you ever catch fire, stop, drop, and roll. And we were all prepared to stop, <laughs> drop, and roll, but people don't catch fire. It could happen at any moment now. Very, very yeah. seldom does a person catch fire. Yeah. It rarely happens.
3: <laughs> but I will say this if you did see someone catch on fire, what's the first thing you would tell them to do? Stop, stop drop, drop, and, and roll. roll. I would it probably is panic.
2: I I would forget everything I've (laughs) learned. Really? Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. So in that pressure moment, you wouldn't know what to do? Just run
2: around and flail your arms. What does the province recommend? If
3: Scott's running around on fire. What do the doctors say? Can you imagine Scott's running around the studio on fire? His scarf catches fire or something, and it's now lit his whole body up. And we're screaming, you idiot, stop, drop, and roll. And he's like,
2: "Ah!" arms in the air, not able to do it. You would lose. You would completely, that would be gone from your head. I, I think it's ingrained in us No, I mean, I'm Listen, it's 2022 We don't make our own Healthcare decisions anymore You have to wait for Doug To tell you what to do
3: Someone call Dr. Moore I'm, I'm on, on fire.
1: fire I need to change my attitude
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got there In the first place
1: Stop moaning Okay, I'll stop moaning
3: We need to stop moaning We need to change our attitudes Catch, <laughs> you're on fire Have you considered Your attitude recently <laughs>
2: Wow, she's really screaming a lot. That must really burn. We need to stop moaning. Yeah,
3: give it up. What's with all the moaning? You're on fire.
2: (laughs) Just fucking suck it up like everybody else who's on fire. Come on.
1: Take a rapid test and come back in when you're...
2: (laughs) (laughs) How long is the isolation period if you've caught fire? How how long until you're no longer contagious or able to spread the fire? That's
3: a good question. I would assume until the char goes away. (laughs) Oh, shit.
2: Last but certainly not least, the International Olympic Committee... Believe it or not, they're still doing the Olympics in a month. Really? Why? I don't know. I don't know why Canada's even bothering to participate, but hear me out on this. The IOC says a positive COVID-19 test may not mean that an athlete is excluded from the Games. The IOC's executive director spoke from Geneva yesterday and said they want to avoid... Boiling years of preparation at the last minute. Uh-huh. The IOC this week promised that the Olympic teams worldwide would be able to compete in Beijing and they will go ahead as planned next month. So let me get this straight. The whole world is on hold because of this virus, which has now mutated countless times and wreaked havoc on the global economy. Best we know, we know The virus originated in China, which is now hosting the Olympics in a month. We're all locked down, but the athletes can go to the games. Okay, I can't sit in a Taco Bell, but he can go. But you can fly to China to throw a goddamn javelin or whatever it is that they're doing at this one. Go do the
1: luge, cross country shit. Hey,
2: fun fact: nobody. Has ever caught COVID on the luge. Not one person in the world. I don't know if you know that. I don't know that for no, sure. It just no. seems too fast. You're fake news. Yeah. Remember when it was
1: like? Remember when it was a big deal? It was like STDs were running rampant in the Olympic Village? Like that was yeah. the news story. Remember those days? I missed yeah. those days. It was just about STDs. That's God, all.
3: Can we get a good gonorrhea story?
1: That's what we all worried about spreading. And now look at us.
2: Well, listen. It's one thing to still carry on with the games, even though it's kind of a slap in the face to everybody else who's been doing the right thing. Now they're going to let someone who's got an actual positive test Mm -hmm. compete?
1: That's
2: fucked up. Are you?
1: uh, uh, Hey, they're outside, Scott. It's fine.
3: uh, I sat in my house for 15 days. But you've got fucking COVID
2: confirmed. (laughs) Dave just sat in his home over Christmas for 10 days alone. Dave Dave was coughing fucking blood and these people (laughs) can go skating? And they can go go skating. Yeah, do a triple axel. Do it for Canada. I got COVID, but there's some fresh powder on the mountain. I'm going to go skiing. What work. the fuck? It's gonna go rip it up. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm going to snowboard. Unbelievable. I don't get it. I are, really, are, really don't
3: get it. So, are we as viewers gonna watch the Olympics? Are we gonna pay much attention to it?
2: I really wish that we would grow a set and say, you know what? This is not the right time, first and foremost. We've got a lot of problems with China because of the way they've been treating or acting towards Canada. So that's a problem. The whole world has got a problem with a whole number of things. So we're just going to say this year, there's no Canada at the Olympics. If our athletes want to go on their own, they can choose to do so, but they will not be playing or competing for Canada. Canada's not at the Olympics. Forget this diplomatic boycott. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't mean anything. It's symbolic. No. If we're pulling out of the games, you pull out of the games, and and the NHL players aren't going, so that's going to kill the ratings to begin with. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people are getting up at two o'clock in the morning to watch the preliminary rounds of ice dancing pairs. Yeah. I I don't know how many people is are curling doing a go. Curling is a go, but because we couldn't do proper qualifiers because of Omicron, we're just kind of hand selecting people here and there. Like uh, I don't know, who do you like, uh, Hallman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the Olympics. you you're gonna you're gonna be yeah. Team Canada this year. It's kind of a weird process. Why
3: don't we look at changing some of these events a little bit to make them more timely? You know, Mm. have like, instead of like a triathlon, it's more like a a curbside pickup run. And (laughs) like... (laughs) Time trials, who can can get to these four locations fastest and pick up the curbside meal that's been prepared?
2: Two burritos, four soft tacos. Get those from there to there in the shortest amount of time, and you could win an Olympic medal.
3: If you can get from point A to B without soggy french fries by the end, you get a gold medal. That's it. Give out multiple gold medals. Who cares? Uh, Everyone gets one if you can do that.
2: Who can figure skate, or sorry, speed skate the longest with a mask on? If you're the last person standing, you've won the gold medal. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. We could do a total Omicron-friendly Olympics.
1: Sure. You go ahead and do your full-time job while at home trying to assist two kids online with their schooling without pulling your hair out. You win.
3: That deserves a gold medal sure. right from the start. Yeah. I don't even think you, you need to actually compete. I think that at the end of it, they should just hand you a gold medal.
2: I think that's wonderful. I, I, I think there's a lot of yeah, so we, opportunity we here. We into that. Yeah. Should we go to the Olympics, do you think? Or can we as a country pull out, but still allow our athletes to go, but they would play for a neutral country, like fly under a neutral flag? I oh, see,
1: and that's dumb. Like I don't the like the neutral flag. thing. I'm against that. If I'm they want to go. That. It's not, you know, just hold off until we can do it is my thing. But I know there's a, it all comes down to money. There's a lot of money involved yeah. here, and that's what it is. It's and, just a money decision. And
3: this is no knock on any of the athletes who have spent countless hours training for this. Sure. And this is, you know, this is sometimes the biggest moment of their sporting career will be going and representing Canada at the Olympics. So I feel terrible for them. But we got to be realistic, especially with the messaging, because you can't mm-hmm. say one thing on one hand and then something completely different on the other hand. Yeah, if you get a COVID test, you can still participate in the Olympics. What? What? What are yeah. you talking about?
1: It's so confusing.
3: I can't see my mother. Like I can't look at my yeah, mother. Like yeah. oh, this is crazy.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's bizarre how they'll just bend the rules to accommodate whatever they find well, themselves in.
3: Remember the backlash from when they said that they'll allow 10,000 fans at a Raptors or Leafs game? Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yeah, that'll be fine. I can't be at dinner with 5 people, but I yeah. can go to the the uh, Scotiabank Arena and go watch a game with 10,000 people." They, they just I can't understand how that on the surface didn't make them go, this
2: is not a good look. Do they not hear themselves when they talk? They can't, they must not. I don't think they do. Let's move on to a couple of quick things here because already we're up against the clock. I feel like we just got started, but this is an OnlyFans story with a bit of a twist. Hmm. His name is Jake Herbert. He's a 26-year-old and he's making about $9,000 a month Posting nude pictures of himself. Very COVID-friendly, by the way. Um, yeah, you by yourself, sure. I think the general assumption is that OnlyFans was guys paying to see naked girls. Nope, there's women, there's women paying on. to see naked men and on there's there. Men there
1: too. paying to see men and yeah, men absolutely. paying to see men and
2: everything. The content creator, as he calls himself, was determined to make more than nine thousand a month. He thought this is good, but you know we can do better. Let me read you a quote. Obviously, I knew that to take this to the next level, I had to do something that would get everyone talking. I put a picture of my dad up. Just the two of us, no shirts on, after a workout. It went mental. That's the quote. Jake asked his dad, who hasn't been publicly named yet, whether he'd be willing to strip down and do some photo stuff on OnlyFans for cash. The dad was <laughs> You lost Dave. The dad was in. He joined his son for some very sexy pictures strictly available for followers who pay the monthly fee. We don't know how old the dad is and he still maintains his job as a plumber, but he and Jake will do naked photo sessions for their only fans followers. What are we doing here? What what are we doing? Hold on a second. Hold on. What's going on? Before you write this off and say, oh my God, that's crazy. (sighs) He was making $9,000 a month posting pictures of himself. He got a lot of attention when he started posting pictures of him and his dad shirtless. When he promoted that it was going to be him and dad and they'd be nude. Oh, and they have a deal, by the way. Eyes up here. They don't look down. He doesn't want to see his dad's junk. His dad doesn't want to see his junk. Oh my God. Have I lost you yet, Cat? $40,000 a month. Forty dollars a month. Wow. That's how much they made last month. $40,000 U.S. from their OnlyFans. Just dad and his son, 26-year-old son, that will get naked on OnlyFans. They,
1: together, like, that's <sighs> the... Like, I don't... Okay, if, if, if they had shared an account, and it was dad and son, and, you know, sometimes a video would pop up, and it's dad, and, oh, but today's the son... Never together, side by side? That's fucking weird, man. Well, it's, it's not I like they're jerking a, each other off. I but mean, I they're, think they're standing, standing a, like a, oh. they don't have
2: like arms around each other. It's just they're in weird poses. Like, uh, look at me. I'm a lumberjack, and he's got his leg up. And it's a slippery don't slope. do
1: pretend like you are okay with this. You're no, I'm gonna phone my dad on the way home. Your dad or <laughs> yeah. your son, for that matter. No, I'm let's not do doing this.
2: That. No, I'm not. Doing
1: but that. with your dad, you'd consider it <laughs> for forty grand a month. I'm not kidding. Well,
2: that's
3: an interesting question. Is it different as the dad? Than it is as the sun. Far different. I've seen
1: that dick so many times. i <laughs> yeah. diapers. I feel like I've yeah. seen that dick more than my own. It's fine.
3: Weird. It doesn't seem to have changed much. <laughs> I don't know. The whole idea.: no uh, hair, huh, son? N- man, like. Here, <laughs> balls haven't dropped yet, huh? Here's my thing with OnlyFans. I, I am all for the I mean, you You can find a niche. If you can make some money, all the power to you. I wish you the best. I feel like there's some people who have found OnlyFans that have somehow also not found the internet at the same time. You can get anything you want on the internet for free when it comes to that universe. There is no limit to the things you can find for free. Why are people paying for this? This, to me, is the same thing as somebody walking in and buying a Hustler magazine at 7-Eleven.
1: Yeah. It's obsolete. I I asked the same question. And from what I can tell, it's the people that have the OnlyFans page that... you know there's people out there, so it won't surprise you, that get, feel connected to these porn stars. As an example, a porn star. Because
3: they'll reply and stuff like that. You feel Is that they like only reply if you tip them.
1: That's the thing. And you connect with uh. those people. And you you can only be on OnlyFans if you want to chat with them, if you want to like their videos. Maybe they'll comment back when you comment on their videos. You Those people, and I feel like it's a very lonely thing. to mm. be. That's just me being honest. But it's a very lonely thing when you feel like you... No, no, we have a special connection. So I'm going to subscribe to her or his OnlyFans page. And this is our, we have a relationship. This is my person. I I jerk off to only their photos and only their videos. There are a lot of people like that. So they get uh, yeah, you know connected to what? those yeah. people. I and guess that's there the is an emotional platform. connection. Some people only have that platform. They don't have the free-for-all, you know, whatever website or Twitter feed or whatever where you can see that. And it's I'm
3: arguing my own point here, but maybe there's something to be said about people who use it as a consumption product and those who use it as an engagement product. So there's some who can watch it for their own personal needs, do what they need to do while they're watching it, and then wipe their hands, be done with it, wash your hands, I would sanitize, hope you wash them, yeah. Yeah, sanitize yeah. them under burning hot water and then sanitize your hands. And then... Uh, there's others who look at that as a connection right? Yeah. To, a, to another human
1: being. It's a being. little more. I feel like yeah. though, that's, most of the people that have it, that's what I always feel. And maybe mm. I'm wrong there, but I feel like they've got something else going on where they feel like they have a connection to that person.
2: They did still kind of corner the market in the exclusivity aspect mm-hmm. of it for the ones who make it exclusive. If, if my ultimate crush is, uh, I, I, I don't know... Uh, Miley
1: Cyrus? Yeah. I don't know Let's why I say that randomly. Okay. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, you know what?
2: Let's say my uh, my crush is Miley Cyrus. Pat she just seems like she would get
1: naked on OnlyFans. That's why I thought of her. I'm shocked she's not. She gets yeah. naked
2: on NBC. Yeah, what, do, what do you mean OnlyFans? <laughs> but if I know that if I'm really into Miley Cyrus and she's she's the, the fantasy in my head and I can go on uh, people.com and see pictures of her dressed up at award shows. Or I can go on OnlyFans and for $12 a month, see her naked and touching herself, I would probably do the OnlyFans thing mm-hmm. if I were that into Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. So I see that aspect of sure, it.
3: Sure. But if you go one step further in your Google search, you can probably find all of that. Again, just out there mm. in the open. Like it's, I get it. I get the idea of, of getting it through OnlyFans. I understand that. But... If you have any savvy whatsoever, you can find it without having to pay for it. Then
1: you can use your imagination.
2: <laughs> well, what happened to the good old-fashioned spank bank? You know, sometimes you got to commit a few things to memory here and there. If you, if you saw something you like, you remember it, and then you can just call up that memory anytime you feel a the dirty need. dirty
1: little file folder.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. <laughs> it's named something else. Let me ask you, <laughs> if he had an OnlyFans, would you ever subscribe to Nick Cage's page?
1: If he had an old, no, I mean, no, I wouldn't, Aren't you even to curious? I, I wouldn't sign up to anybody's. I wouldn't sign up to anybody's. I love Nick Cage. Do you? I love Nick Cage. Yeah.
2: So what's your deal then? We were talking about him this morning and you said, ah, "I'll save it for the podcast because no, he's no. going to be a father again.
1: We, here, the, this, this was the reason why. When we initially talked about it in my edition of What's Trending, it's kind of like celebrity, whatever's trending in the world. I talk about it during our FM radio show. So one of the things that's top trending is Nick Cage is going to be a father again. What's the first thing that you ask? Nick Cage, how old is he? Right now? Today happens to be the birthday of Nicolas Cage. For those wondering, he's 58. Mm -hmm. He married a 27 year old last year. Oh,
2: good for him. It's probably a deep love connection.
1: Anyway, that you asked the question, how old is he? Having a baby is a lot of fucking work. And he's 58. I just feel like it's a selfish thing to do. Now Hmm. he's got, I know, Uh, here's why, here's, let me say, here's why, because that child only has one daddy and you're old, you're going to be like old by the time that the baby comes. So baby, you're going to like, we don't live past a hundred, you know, or some, most of us past 80, you know? So that's all all I was thinking was, that's all I think about. And that's my hot take: is that when people have a baby past a certain age, I think it's very selfish. You're doing it for yourself because that kid's going to lose a parent, and losing a parent is one of the most heartbreaking things in the entire world.
3: If the if the math works out and timeline, everybody would lose their parents. Sure, you know. So
1: losing it early, though, death not is part being of able life. to see grandkids probably like that's all what I think about. That's all. Huh. Now she's 27, so mom is good. You know, like mom is going to be. Uh, Just statistically, probably going to be around for the whole span of that child's life until, you know, whatever, we all turn old and die. That's all I was thinking.
3: Okay. So your thought was that was selfish. I think it's
1: selfish to have a baby past a certain age. Yes. Because you're just going to give heartbreak to that kid who will inevitably, maybe they'll have a baby. They'll have a life. They're going to want to share it with you. They're going to miss you. That's heartbreaking to have to live through. Like a lot of people say when you lose a parent, it is one of the most heartbreaking things in your life. And I believe that. It breaks my heart to even think about that.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Where would you draw the line? I know that it wouldn't be like a rule or a law, but if it was just a general rule of thumb, is it like after forty-five, after fifty, after fifty-five, where you're not into the selfish even, area? I don't even know if I
1: have a number. It's just to me like he's as old as my parents, and like he's about to have a baby. His oldest kid is thirty-one.
2: The
3: first sign of a gray hair, into the wood chipper you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just think, I just find it to be, it's like, I understand he's probably just trying to appease his new wife who's young and obviously wants to have a baby.
3: <laughs> Maybe they're in love and they, they want to, they want to have a family yeah, together. I know, but it's just when yeah. you're,
1: you have to think about that too. That's what I think.
3: I yeah. personally don't think Nicolas Cage is ever going to die. So I think that this he is might. just fine.
1: And he might, he might be, you know, a Betty White. He was almost a hundred by the time his kids, he could surpass his kids. You don't, you never really know, but that's all I, that's all I think about. I'm just being huh. honest. That's what I think about. When I hear Jeff Goldblum, same thing. It doesn't matter who you are. It tends to be the male. Sometimes it is a female. It tends to mostly be a male. When we talk about the stories in Hollywood or elsewhere, that's what I think. Interesting. Yeah. I just think your kids only, you're going to be around for a certain amount of time and then you're going to die and your kid's going to have to live the rest of their life without them. And I don't know, for me, I'm really close with my parents. So maybe other people hearing this are like, who fucking cares? Because they're not close with their parents. I'm very close with my parents. Me losing them like that, that scares the shit out of me. And I wouldn't want that for my kids either.
3: But you right? also see that as not to be morbid about it, but you see that as a that's a natural progression in life that eventually, of course, your, your parents are probably going to go of before you.
1: But I'd rather be a mature person who has kids and maybe even has wouldn't it be a blessing to have grandkids on the way and still have your parents around to be able to have them as grand great grandparents. It's been that way for me, and I was so happy that my kids got to see my grandmother before she passed away just a couple years ago.
2: I mean, maybe there's something to that. There's certain things that you do as part of the bonding experience as a dad. I mean, me, I uh, I liked to coach them in, in various sports mm-hmm. and things like that. Maybe that's a little harder to do when you're in your 70s to go out and coach the kids hockey team or lacrosse team or something yeah. like that. So yeah, I mean, maybe there's some limitations there. You can certainly bring a world of experience and a huge Hollywood movie catalog to that uh, relationship with your kid. So, hey, sit them down, watch Con Air a couple of times, and they won't even want to play sports.
3: Yeah, sit down with the kid and be like, all right, kid, it's diaper time. You and me, same time.
2: (laughs) We're going (laughs) to see if we can get that gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, so they
3: can bond. They can bond. It's wonderful. You change
2: mine, I change yours. I got a national treasure for you. (laughs) Oh, if you uh, agree or disagree... This is a great opportunity to promote our new voicemail.
1: Oh yeah, we should do that. Okay, let me find the number.
2: So here's voicemail. The deal. We do have a voicemail system now. Uh, there was two things they wanted to install in here when they built the studio, and the phone line was one of them. That's in, and we can take calls. Although we got a lot of complaints about the calls. I don't like the callers. I like I don't want to hear the callers. Yeah,
1: and that's you can still call us. You can still call us during the podcast. It's no problem. What was the complaint about the call?
2: Uh, somebody didn't like what somebody said, and they didn't want to hear any more callers. Uh, all right. They just it's didn't fine. like the way they said it. We'll it it was not because <laughs> they said anything inappropriate. We'll
1: still do it now and again it. for sure. sure. That's, there's no problem. And to be honest with you, it's, it's hard sometimes because when we're in here and we have those conversations that are intense, it's hard to pick up the phone when we're in the middle of those too. Right. And that was one of the complaints. So I like hearing you two, and then someone interrupted what you were saying. You know, that kind of uh,
2: thing. Ah, it can change course. The world. Yeah. So if I you know. leave us a message, though, we can certainly get that included in the pod. And another phone number of mine that I don't remember. I
1: have it here: 519. Uh, 772 4443. 519 772 4, 4, 4, 3 And you can always just hit, hit the backwards button there for 15 seconds. You'll get the number again. And then you can just leave a message. Maybe it's something on your mind. Maybe you're pissed off of something I said or what Scott said or. It wouldn't be me. What Dave said. <laughs> <laughs> Not today.
2: Hello, folks. This is Doug Ford. and I don't <laughs> like your fucking podcast. <laughs> you
3: know, remember when Trump called the reporter and like pretended to be somebody else? Yeah. Oh God! Imagine you get a Doug (laughs) voicemail.
1: I think Doug Ford. This is not Doug Ford. I mean,
3: uh, forget Doug. Hello, Uh, folks. Uh, This is uh, uh, Peter, Beth, and Falvey here. (laughs) This is D Ford. No, that's too obvious. Doug F calling, Um, (laughs) and I'd like to uh, talk about what you're talking about.
1: Hey, this is Arthur. Cut Doug. Cut Doug a break, you motherfuckers. (laughs) My friend Doug's a good guy.
2: Somebody DM'd me, by the way, that went back and binged the last season, which wrapped up before Christmas. And I totally forgot about this. Remember, I said over the holidays, I don't know, I've got a weird feeling. Like, I hope the queen's okay. I'm a little worried about the queen. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, You're pretty fucking close because it was Betty White, but it was right over the holidays. Royalty, in a way. Hollywood royalty, sucks, R- just man. a little bit older. Yeah. Fuck, Betty White's birthday is next week, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm-hmm.
1: on the 17th. Yeah, she would have been 100 on the 17th. It sucks. They're still going to go forward with that tribute That's the first video. day back to
2: school. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Blue uh, Monday. Can we get Betty
1: White to come out and say, ah, fuck, she's dead? Ah. Because you know school's not going back on the 17th.
3: It's Blue Monday that day, too. Is it really? Is it Blue Monday? Yeah.
1: yeah. See, all the. All, Which is supposed to be this,
3: the, the saddest day
4: of
2: the year. Yes, it is. Yeah. And that's the day of uh, Betty White's 100th birthday, even though she didn't quite make it. Oh, that's sad. Well, anyway, thanks to that loyal listener with a keen ear who pointed that out.
3: Did you get into the rabbit holes at all of the Betty White videos and like outtakes from Golden Girls and like Hot in Cleveland and you stuff know, like that? I didn't we were, even know oh about it. God, We,
1: we were talking about um, Golden Girls. I'm not sure if it's on the podcast, honestly, but Golden Girls was so ahead of its time. Like yes. You could watch repeats now and it is Comic, it's comic gold. It's genius. It really is.
3: It's super biting. Like as a kid, I didn't get any of it Yeah. when it was on. And, and now I watch it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that. Yeah. Like that's that's how yeah. how edgy the show was at times. And you didn't know. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant.
2: You want yeah. edgy blast from the past? Go back and watch a couple episodes of like Married with Children. Oh,
3: that show would have been oh, yeah.
2: canceled in one episode <laughs> yep. if it were on today.
3: One of the channels runs it as repeats. And I remember saying like a year ago, going, uh, There's no way this show could be on TV these days. Like the guy had, like Ed, Ed O'Neill's character, Al Bundy, ha, is part of a, an anti-woman's group called No Ma'am. And it's like, No Fat <laughs> Chicks is their motto. And I'm like, How is this going to be something oh that you could God. air? And I'm watching these episodes on TV going, Huh? You know, it starts an episode with fat woman walked into the shoe store today <laughs> and then just goes and tells the joke. Uh, he's like woman walks in and asks I think the one joke that stood out for me. And I'm like, I can't believe this is on TV in 2021. Uh, he says uh, fat woman walks into the shoe to the shoe store today. She said, I need something to make my foot look small. I said, try your ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and when you when you compartmentalize it, you can laugh at it. But then it's just like if that was something that they no, wrote yeah. into a show now no. and tried to air it, you'd be like, what the hell you are you thinking? That. Yeah. Unbelievable.
2: So it is on in reruns again?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> it's kind of all over the place now.
2: Speaking of reruns, I don't want to complain too much. I'm not in the TV game, so I don't know how it works. But how can they show ridiculousness 24-7 on Much Music Now? Oh, isn't it amazing? You it's can, good because you can just throw it on, but I have to think that there was something else intended for a whole television channel than airing reruns of Ridiculousness.
3: Yeah, and it's funny because I wonder how many episodes they filmed because I feel like I've never seen a repeat of that show. It's
2: true! <laughs> I'm like, are you filming
3: right now? We did just...
2: 600 seasons all yeah. at once. Yeah,
3: no kidding. Yeah. yeah, the
1: ratings must not have been there for music videos. I mean, at at some I remember, point, we know well, that. Well,
3: I remember reading something about Ridiculousness in particular that it's, it still rates really well mm-hmm. because... Again it's it's an evergreen kind of show you can yeah. put it on and and it's mindless it you can watch and jump in at any point and you're not behind like yeah. it's not You know, thematic. You don't have to follow along with a story or anything like that.
4: Yeah.
2: They also do a really, really good job at letting one episode trail right into the next. You don't even realize that you've watched an episode and another one's beginning because they don't do the big production out of it where, oh, here's our final part. And the credits are rolling. And then it goes into a big, long commercial break. And then a big intro for the next episode. They don't do that. It's just very fluid. One right into the next. And you can watch like three hours of that before you realize you've watched one. I've never seen
1: it.
3: Really? Well, it's no. the definition of junk food TV. Yep. Yeah. Because it, it it really is just sit down and it's mindless and you watch people do stupid things and getting heard. And it's just a clip show. Right. It's just, it's like all Like America's
1: Funniest Videos-ish? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar,
3: yeah. It's yeah. like the X Games version yeah. of America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. I'm binging The Sopranos, by the way. Yes. Back, Are you? Back in on that. My wife had never seen it. So I was like, well, <gasps> let's, let's get the journey going here. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of like season four now what a show so like st- like to this day like still hands down one of the best written shows ever like i put that right up with the wire i put it with breaking bad like unbelievable like it's so great and there are some things in that show too that i'm like ooh, i don't know if that would fly uh, in uh, 2021 yeah, 2022
1: like the late 90s when it started wasn't it like 99 90 yeah it was right like around that yeah turn yeah. of the century even see how how different it is from like 20 years ago Years ago, oh, when eh? you see
3: people with pagers and all kinds of things in the show, and you're like, What the hell? I've been watching
1: speaking of mindless stuff to just throw on. I know we're going like way over right now, but speaking of mindless stuff, Seinfeld is on Netflix, yeah. So every now and again, I'll throw that on. That a lot of stuff still rings true, minus all of those things pagers (laughs) and they're at the payphone, nobody's got a cell phone, obviously, and all those little things you do notice. But aside from that, the like day to day bullshit weird things are all the same relatable stuff all very relatable
3: stuff that's why it's lasted as long as it has i got him. i I do the same thing with the office i'll just throw on an episode
1: Yeah,
2: an office is a great
3: one too nice uh, just by itself a half hour kill it in the background
2: guys you have a fantastic weekend dave glad to have you back we will be back on monday with a brand new episode of after nine in the meantime if you want to leave us a message you go right ahead and we'll dip into that
0: pool on monday bye Earlier this week, drivers were stranded on the I-95 for over 24 hours. Family members were calling them like, "Where are you?" And they just had to be like there. They were yelling at everyone ahead of them like, "Get out the way." And everything was bubble that And the traffic jam just kept going. Morning, 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 morning. Even Senator Tim Kaine was on the highway like We showed up to a meeting in D.C., like, how late am I? And they were like, it's been one week. Mercedes-Benz recently warned drivers that some of their cars could catch fire. So be careful, or you'll be getting out of your car like, this girl is on fire. And then you'll turn around, and your car will go, <laughs> Then you'll be stuck having to ride a Or if you don't have one, you're going to have to, or even worse you will end up sitting in the back seat of a, of a. And finally Florida received its first snowfall in 4 years. Climate change scientists are worried but everyone in Florida is just like Do you want to build a snowman? This has been News Radio. The After 9 podcast
2: is powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy.